Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and I'm so glad to be with you today. We are on episode 145, and it's titled The Influence of Godly Mothers and Grandmothers. So we're nearing Mother's Day as I'm recording this episode, and I wanted to encourage all of us in our role as mothers and grandmothers and daughters and aunts and spiritual mothers. We all have those in our lives that we have a motherly influence to come alongside and continue to point them to Jesus. If you're realizing now that I've said it's almost Mother's Day and you haven't pondered a gift yet, I don't want you to panic. So if you need something for your mom or your grandmother or that spiritual mother in your life, I have a post that I'll link to and it's called 25 Thoughtful Mother's Day Gift Ideas. And it is a list of simple and thoughtful ideas for gifts for these special women in your life. It it has simple and special gift ideas like a handwritten note letting you know, letting them know how thankful you are for um, for her, or things like um, planning a family conversation night with maybe tea or cocoa and some cookies and just some really good questions to get to know her a bit, um, just a bit better. Many of them are free, um, but really just most of them take the gift of time, which is always the most precious gift we can give anyone. Because I know for me as a mom and grandma, that's the best gift my, my kiddos can give to me. And the one I love the most is just time with them. And also, as we're nearing Mother's Day, I'm recording this, and it's May of 2023, in case you're listening a little bit later, but I want to tell you about a lovely gift idea for your mom or grandmother or daughter or friend or for you, and truly, this is for any time of the year. So I, I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for easy, uncomfortable ways to fix my hair. Fixing my hair is a struggle for me, um, (laughs) especially trying to put it up. But there's a product that has been a staple for me for many years, and it's the Flexi Clip from Lilla Rose. It really simplifies this process, and they are absolutely beautiful, and they come in so many different styles. Lilla Rose makes elegant, well-made, unique hair clips and bobby pins and hair bands and sticks and other hair accessories. But their flagship product is the Flexi Clip. And the Flexi Clip is a one-piece flexible hair clip that it works in all types of hair, from baby fine to extra long and thick. And Flexi Clips are unique because they're made with piano wire, which makes them very strong, but super flexible. So you don't have to worry about headaches that you sometimes get with heavy clips and claws. These clips are lightweight, they're super comfortable, and they will not damage your hair like scrunchies or elastics. They're super affordable. They come in seven sizes and tons of different styles. So whether you like a little bling or you're super low maintenance, there's a flexi clip for you, I promise. There's nothing else like them on the market today, and you can't buy them in stores. And I have a great offer from my listeners and readers today from my friend Marie over at Moxie in the Middle. She's a Lilla Rose stylist, and she has a really great giveaway going on for you all from my listeners. I'm going to put the link in the podcast show notes and my main show notes. I'm going to read the link to you. It's long, but the link is in the show notes. You'd head over to moxieinthemiddle.com backslash easy dash 
hairstyles-for-busy-moms-giveaway. And again, the link is going to be in the show notes, so you can head there to enter and learn more. And again, this is just for Thankful Homemaker listeners. So she also has a special offer for y'all too. So if you're looking for a gift or you want to try these out yourself, this is really an excellent um, coupon or deal that she has going on, I should say. When you use this special link, which I'm going to put in the show notes too, it's a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly backslash Thankful Homemaker link all together there. When you go over there and you spend $50, you get a $17 LilaRose credit automatically added to your account for future orders. And what is also really great right now about this is that the May special, LilaRose always has different monthly specials going on, I believe, but the May special that's going on is when you spend $50, you get a free hair stick. So this is quite a great time to make a few purchases for yourself or for that mom in your life or your daughter's. Um, lots of goodies here from Marie. Her, her site is moxieinthemiddle.com. And again, all this will be linked below the podcast and whatever app you listen into, and also in my main show notes at the blog for this episode too. So the giveaway, the great deal going on where you spend $50 and you get a $17 credit. And then the Lily Rose special is when you spend $50, you get a free hair stick. So check it out. They have a flexi clip called The Brook, which is super adorable. And it's a stack of books. And it's one that I'm eyeing up personally. So head over there and you can see all that she has going on. And I know that this episode is coming out near Mother's Day. But I said this earlier, this is truly for any season in our lives. And as we get started with today's episode, I want to begin by reading 2 Timothy 1.5, which was a huge influence to me as a young believer and mother, and really now still as a grandmother. It reads, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. So this is the Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy. So now that I'm a grandmother, that verse still draws me to be mindful of continuing to nurture not just the faith of my now adult children, but my grandkiddos. I want to call them grandbabies still, but they're not babies anymore. They are growing too fast for me right now. But it is a reminder to teach them God's word at a young age. The Lord used the influence of Timothy's mother and grandmother in bringing him to saving faith. The Lord also used them in instructing Timothy in the scriptures. I think they're 2 Timothy 3, 14 to 17. Ray Pritchard, he said on this verse, he said, we all have a heritage, a family tree. We all have a spiritual history, whether good or bad. We are Christians because someone influenced us to come to Christ. No one comes completely on his own. We all have others who make their mark on us and help us come to the place where we put our trust in Christ alone. We will be blessed and strengthened as we remember where we came from. So it seems that Timothy's dad was a Greek unbeliever, and I'm referencing there from Acts 16.1. The scriptures don't tell us why Eunice married a man who was not a believer, because the, the Old Testament was clear that Jews shouldn't marry unbelievers. I, I don't know, or we don't know, I should say, the circumstances fully here. But my assumption, at least here in regards to her Christianity, would be that Eunice probably came to faith after they were already married. So what, whatever the case, I so love the story of Eunice because it gives hope to those that are in mixed marriages or to single parents. And Eunice, by God's grace, 
Raise Timothy, who the Lord used mightily, and this gives hope and encouragement to your role and in the influences that you have to your children, even if your husband isn't a believer. Having a believing parent doesn't guarantee salvation for children, but there is such a great benefit to being raised in a home where Christ is at the center. Timothy's mother and grandmother were godly role models for Timothy. He had the sweet blessing of a godly heritage. Ponder your heritage here for a moment. Think here. Were there godly parents or grandparents or other family or friends who showed and modeled the love of Christ to you, who spoke to you about Jesus and your great need for him? We need to give thanks to the Lord for these precious people in our lives. My best memory of anyone telling me and modeling Christ to me is of my husband's parents. I know I've shared this before, but they were just really godly. And my husband's dad, who was still alive, mama's with the Lord now, but they and were and still are godly influences in my life that the Lord used to share God's truth with me, which eventually led me to salvation in Jesus Christ. And you know what? When I came to that saving moment, who do you think were the first people I called? So <clears throat> God's word reveals to us what a high and sacred calling the occupation of being a wife and mother is. Titus 2, 4 through 5 says, And so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Charles Hodges stated, he said, the woman's duty is to give to a child a home of faith and to faith a home in the child. I'll put that quote in the show notes. Let me read it one more time. The woman's duty is to give to a child a home of faith and to faith a home in the child. I really like that. <clears throat> one commentator reminds us that in the Roman world, fathers had absolute authority over the family. And since Timothy's father was not a Christian, his home situation was probably less than ideal. And yet God used these godly women in this, quote, less than ideal environment, so that as it tells us in 2 Timothy 3.15, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. It's going to be such a joy, my friend, to meet Lois and Eunice in heaven in the age to come. And note that it was the faith of these two godly women that greatly impacted Timothy's life, not just simply their knowledge of God, but I think to myself here, who is watching your quote, your faith being lived out? We know the Lord desires for the father to lead in the spiritual training of the children. And and I, and I know that doesn't always happen <clears throat> or but we're not, I'm not even going to go down that road today. But my dear mama, you still have a great influence in the spiritual life of your children. This is a great encouragement for single moms too. If your faith is genuine and sincere, your children will see the impact Christ has on your daily life. Always, always imparting knowledge is important. Um, our theology, it matters and it is key. We need to study and know God's word, but we mustn't lose sight of the impact our walk has. To know God's word is one thing. That's super important. But what do we do with it? It needs to be, it needs to be lived out, right? Our children are watching our faith, live, faith lived out on a daily basis. What does it look like to them? What are some ways we influence our children in the faith? We, we know, first off, we must have a sincere faith. And a sincere faith is one that has repented and believed in the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Our children can sense hypocrisy pretty easily. This doesn't mean perfection in our walk with, you know, we're not going to have perfection in our walk with the Lord on this side of the, of this side of heaven, I should say, but it does mean 
that we walk with Christ every day. Our children need to see the importance of God's word in our lives. Do they see us spending time in his word and studying it and memorizing it and time in prayer? Do they see that? My granddaughter, the last time she was here overnight, she had some great questions about what it means to be saved. And we just had some great, uh, those conversations that always happen at bedtime, right? And she noticed how important the Bible was in my life because she made a comment that she noticed in the morning when she would wake up and come downstairs, she would always see me reading it. And that stood out to her that this is really important to Nana. We are Nana and Papa to our grandkiddos. But this opened up a conversation to share why it is important and to walk her through the gospel again. So I see, do they see us with repentant hearts in our home when we sin against another family member or against them? How do we respond when we've been sinned against by another? Do we lash back or do we respond in kindness and offer much grace? How are our words when we talk about others in our homes? Is love evident as described in 1 Corinthians 13? Is that lived out? Um, Here's some other questions. Are you submissive to your husband? Do you speak respectfully and lovingly about your husband to your children? Do you express spiritually weak areas in your own life to your children and how you're continuing to desire to grow in them? Is there a true thankfulness and joy in your heart when you talk about the Lord? Because when our faith is genuine, it is contagious, and our kids will see that best lived out as we humbly walk with our Savior from day to day. I think about how important our love for God's Word is, and the main way any of us learn how to love and serve and know God is through His Word. This means it must be read and taught. So make church a priority in your family, instill a love for the family of God within your home, Mama, you must grow to love God's word because you can't give them something you don't possess. If they don't see that it's a priority in your life, it's probably not going to be very important in theirs. And if you're not sure where to begin, I have a whole podcast series on the spiritual disciplines, and I'll link to that in the show notes too. But I think about things simply like read God's word to your children from the time they are young. Teach them to memorize God's word. Sing hymns and spiritual songs together. Pray together. And most importantly, share the gospel with them time and time again. We can't save our children, but we can preach the gospel to them and pray for the salvation of their souls. Timothy's faith was not inherited, but it was his own. The Lord used these two women in his life, his mother and grandmother, to be influential in his coming to know Jesus. I wasn't raised in a believing family, but God in his goodness through saving me has given me an opportunity now to pass on my faith to the next generations that are to come after me. And as long as I'm here on this earth, they're going to hear about the good news of Jesus Christ. And having a daughter and a dear son in love who now have three children, so I have the gift of three precious grandchildren. It keeps me praying and seeking God's word on what my role is as a grandmother to influence these precious ones towards things of the Lord. I so desire to see them come to faith at a young age. I desire to see my adult son who doesn't know Jesus come to faith. So I will continue to love and pray for him and share all about God's goodness and work and my life with him. My husband and I try to be intentional in our time together with our grandchildren because they are such a sweet gift to us from the Lord. We love them so much. We like to buy them edifying books 
and pray with them when we have them here. We desire to show them the love of Christ, Lord Dowdum. We love to plan just time to be with them, to play with them, enjoy them, just get those moments to sit and chat and just delight in being in each other's company. As I'm sharing this episode, I'm, I'm working on now our fourth annual, what we call Camp Nana Papa. And it's just a time when we get our grandkids here at our home for a week and we have various sessions of crafts and an obstacle course and we take nature hikes and swim and do campfires and we put on a little skit kind of show thing at the end for family and friends. But the most important part of this camp is the theme we pick each year. And this is what our Bible time together is based on. So this year, our theme is we're going to talk about what is the gospel. So we're going to walk through the gospel with them. And what we'll do is when we walk through it, we do this each day. We, we When we start our morning session, it's what we call Bible time with them. And then that theme of the gospel, it will carry in our discussion with them throughout the day and our week together. We'll have a Bible verse that we memorize that goes along. It fits with the theme. And we'll work through the meaning of that verse together. So this is one of many moments in our time with them that we desire to influence them for Christ. You don't have to do a Camp Nana Papa to do that, but it is a sweet time for us. And we've really been blessed by our time with them. And they so look forward to it. But this doesn't end with our children and grandchildren, right? Think about all the other people you have in your life to influence for Christ. All the other young people. It takes being intentional. What about if you have nieces and nephews, the the children in your church family you get time with, the children of your friends? This quote from Charles Spurgeon was shared from when he overheard his mom praying for the salvation of her children. She said, and I'm sure you've all have heard this before, but is really to overhear this as a child would be truly convicting. Now, Lord, if my children go on in their sins, it will not be from ignorance that they perish, and my soul must bear swift witness against them at the day of judgment if they lay not hold of Christ. So, my friend, may it not be said of us that our children would be in ignorance of the saving gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to take every opportunity we have to share with them. And where does it begin? I always say it begins with prayer. It's seeking the Lord for the salvation of your children, and then it moves to you sharing Christ with your words and modeling Christ-likeness in your life. I There's a podcast that I have. It's um, based off a book I read a while back, but it's I, it's titled Our Best Parenting is Done by Prayer, and I'll, I'll link to that one to listen to. But it's such a good reminder to me of the importance of prayer in the life of, of as a mom and a grandmother. There's a lot of things we can pass on to our children, but the most important thing that we can pass on is the example of our faith in Jesus. Psalm 71, 17 to 18 says, O God, from my youth you have taught me and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. So every day of our life, we make choices. Do we make choices based upon our comfort or choices that will have a lasting impact towards the next generation? I pray that we will proclaim the goodness of God to our next generation, that we'll be intentional about the spiritual legacy that we're passing on to our children and our children's children. Today's a new day, my friend, and God's mercies are new. If if you feel like you failed, and I don't even know what that means, honestly, because if you're trying, you're not failing, but If you feel there's areas that you need to repent, do it. Repent or areas you're not being obedient in. Then right now, again, today's a new day. Repent, begin obeying God, 
in this important area to influence your children to know the God of the Bible in a saving way so that they too, like Timothy, may one day have a sincere faith. Proclaiming the message of Christ is of primary importance. The, the saving message of the gospel is the most important gift I can, I can share with my grandchildren. My personal legacy, well, it doesn't matter so much as teaching and training the next generation to love God with their whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. I, I pray that we will invest in treasures in heaven that can't be lost. Psalm 92 reminds us, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom because Jesus is truly enough always. I'm so grateful for your time today, my friends. The full show notes can be found at my home on the web at thankfulhomemaker.com. I'm also going to link to our lovely sponsor who I'm so grateful for, for sponsoring today's episode, my friend Marie over at her site, moxieinthemiddle.com. All that'll be in the show notes with the giveaway link and the link to the special offer she has. So that way you can head on over there, enter the giveaway. Um, I'll throw that up on my social media and stuff too. So you might see it on Instagram or Facebook too. And check out the lovely offer she has going on right now at Lilla Rose. I'd also love you to join me on Patreon, if you've not yet, for our monthly coffee chats via Zoom. I talked about we just have a little general chat. And we have a book club, um, a book club, I can't even speak today, a book club coming up over the summer on The Holiness of God by R.C. Sproul. I'm super excited about that. That will be done Zoom. That one will be recorded, um, but we'll have some interaction before we get to that on it too, before we get to the final book club meeting. So I'd love you to join us for that. And um, we'll have future book clubs and some other stuff coming up there too for our Patreon community. I am so grateful for you, my friend, and I do pray you have a very blessed week. 